Worship in the World is a screen-free worship experience brought to you by Downtown Church. Downtown Church is a community of unfinished people based in Columbia, South Carolina. We believe in asking honest questions while we strive to follow Christ within our own communities, loving people wherever they find themselves on their faith journey. Thank you for being with us today. Shoulders and 
Welcome to worship with Downtown Church. Today we celebrate All Saints Day, which means we remember and honor all of the saints who have gone before us. And we proclaim the promise that death does not have the final say, God does. So as we settle into this time of worship, may we see and recognize the beauty of this day and may we also make space for the heartbreak. Let us pray. You teach us the rhythms of life, O oh God. You teach us fragility of life and death. You teach us to mark the passing of time and to honor those we walk with. Lord, draw near to those grieving today. Make space for the tears and for the laughter. Bring close the memories of those we love. I invite you to stand Amen. and sing with us. I invite you to stand and sing with us. God loves us exactly as we are, where we are, and God loves us into becoming human, better human beings. So as we confess our sin and see ourselves in the light of Christ's call, we have the opportunity to receive Christ's forgiveness and to try again. I invite you to pray with me the prayer of admission printed in your program. God of mercy, we confess that often we have failed to receive and give love. 
to care for others as we care for ourselves, to forgive and accept forgiveness. We acknowledge our fear in the face of death and our failure to accept the hope you offer us in Christ. Redeem us as you redeem our memories. Sustain us in your love and the love we share with one another. Hear us, O Lord, as we pray silently to you. Beloved, receive this good news, the message of our gospel. Jesus doesn't let sin separate us from his love. So know that you are forgiven so and that we get to live at peace. Um, hang out with Thanks Morgan and Abigail. Amen. Our scripture today comes from Psalm 24. Hear now God's word for us today. The earth is the Lord's and all that's in it the world and those who live in it. For God has founded it on the seas and established it on the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and pure hearts, who do not lift up their souls to what is false and do not swear deceitfully. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from the God of their salvation. Such is the company of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, so that the king may come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts. 
He is the King of glory. The word of God to us, the people of God, thanks be to God. My grandfather, Charlie, is a great storyteller. He's not a great story ender, but man, can he tell him. I remember walking with him along the beach in North Myrtle and hearing many of these stories all smashed together. He began our walk talking about his younger years, growing up on a tobacco farm in rural North Carolina, talking about running out into the woods, building log cabins, and climbing trees with friends. The stories continued when he told me how he met his wife of 65 years while driving the school bus. It shocks me to this day that they let high school juniors drive the school bus. He kept on narrating his college years and the times that he had to hitchhike or thumb his way from Oxford, North Carolina to the School of Pharmacy at UNC Chapel Hill. He talked about graduating college and opening Jones Drug Store on Main Street in Oxford in 1955. He told me about the time a white patron of his was so upset that he refused to segregate his lunch counter. Eventually, near the end of the walk, he was giving me an overly detailed, quite graphic description of his most recent surgery for prostate cancer. Like I said, he didn't quite know how to end a story. Jones Drugstore closed its doors about 10 years ago. From there, Charlie began working part-time at the new Walgreens, where he enthusiastically said hello to third-generation customers with his signature, good afternoon. His wife, my grandmother, Frances, died a peaceful death in 2014. Charlie eventually hung up his working clothes a few years back. His health, his sight, and his fading memory caught up to him. My granddad, Charlie, is a great storyteller. It's just such a shame that he doesn't tell many stories anymore. We celebrated his 95th birthday this month. I've called him on multiple occasions wishing him a happy birthday each time reminding him who I am and why I'm calling. He doesn't tell many stories because he can't remember them. He keeps our phone calls brief, ending the conversation before he can get confused. Dementia is tragic. It's awful. Anyone who's encountered this disease knows his vision, his mind, and his spirit are fading. And it's in these moments I look to Psalm 24. In life and in death, we belong to God. Or as Psalm says, the earth is the Lord's and all that's in it. And I don't know about you, but I've relied on this psalm this week. It's been another week where communities so near to us feel the unbearable weight of death. And I'm tired of saints dying too young. 
We have lost people this year, this week, this month. Real, amazing humans. And they will not be forgotten. They are missed today and they will be missed tomorrow. People taken too young, people whose deaths don't make any sense. And they never will. I think of Jesus. When when Jesus heard that his best friend Lazarus died, the king of kings wept. He didn't try to make sense of it. He just cried. Even Jesus knew how devastating death could be. And the people who wrote Psalm 24 knew this too. Psalm 24 is referred to as an entrance psalm. It was written and spoken by people who are also tired of death. Ancient Jewish and Christian faithful knew suffering. 2,000 years ago, the average life expectancy was in the 30s. Two out of five infants didn't live past a year. The authors and orators of this psalm had lived through destruction. Empires rose and fell. Tribes were at war with each other. Stability and longevity were luxuries that no one could afford. Violence was rampant. Justice was brutal. Temples were toppled. Messiahs were crucified. Pain was universal. Yet communities of ragged, tired, and diverse people walked into temples. They ventured towards an unknowable God and they sang this psalm. They carried incense, scrolls of the Torah, and maybe even the Ark of the Covenant. But they also carried things not so easily seen. These saints brought along the weighty baggage of sorrow. You know how heavy that feels. The baggage that pulls down their spirits, their hearts, and their ideas about God. The same pull that you might be feeling right now. As they walked, carrying all of this mess, they sang this psalm. To the brokenness of the world, they proclaimed that the earth is the Lord's and all that's in it. Notice how I said they. Notice the word community. We don't exist as a church alone. Songs and psalms are meant to be sang together. Sang together in community where the ones who know the words help the ones who don't. Where the altos complement the tenors. Where those who have deep wisdom and memory can help those who forget. Where those who can sing beautifully mix well with those who sing like me. We are meant for community. As a hospital chaplain, I struggled with my role. I struggled entering spaces of death and sickness. What prayers could I provide that would make a difference? What words could I speak? 
Over lunch in the hospital cafeteria, a colleague told me that our job as Christians isn't to change people. It isn't really to save people. And in all honesty, there's a limit to how close we can even point people to Jesus. But our calling is to sit with people and remind them that they are not alone. And that stuck with me today. The title of today's sermon is All Saints Day Sermon, version three. At least that's what sat atop the Microsoft Word document as I typed 30,000 feet in the air late last night. I had a sermon put together earlier this week, a theologically heavy sermon filled with elaboration on doctrines and scriptures and plenty of I told you so moments. And I thought it was a really good sermon, but it wasn't. What I've come to realize is that nobody cares how intelligent a pastor thinks he or she is. Nobody cares what Bible verse I can pull out of my pastoral first aid kit to ineffectively bandage the wounds that we all carry. What matters is authenticity and being real enough to share why I find hope in God amidst suffering. Because I do. I do find hope in suffering, but that doesn't mean I don't also suffer in the midst of hope. I open with the story about my grandfather because I hate it. I hate how much his beautiful mind has deteriorated. I hate how much he misses his wife, he misses his job, he misses being able to function by himself. I hate dementia. Yet within that, I firmly believe that God's providence is already at work in Charlie's life. And that when death comes, he'll be welcomed as a saint to sit beside his wife, Frances his brother, Jack, his business partner, William. Andy Griffith and the entire cast of the Lawrence Welk Show will be there to greet him as well. (laughs) But when I cannot find hope in Christ's death and resurrection, when that earth-shattering miracle seems just too far off, too ridiculous, when an afterlife free of dementia and suffering are just out of my mental reach, I lean on the saints, the saints who sang this psalm, the saints sitting in this church right now. I lean on the bodies in this room who have picked me up when I was down. I lean on my coworkers, my family, the stranger who shared a laugh with me, and the American Airlines employee who upgraded me to an exit row. When God seems so far away, I lean on those who are made in God's image. And it's easy to see All Saints Day as only a dismal day where we look at all that we have lost and we sit in sadness. But we do not sit in sadness alone. Look around. 
actually do it. Look around. We do not sip our coffee. We do not cry our tears. We do not even shush our children without the presence of the saints. There's the deeply important theological claim that the saints that we have lost, God has not lost them. The finite endings that we encounter on this side of the cross, no matter how devastating they are, fit within the Alpha and the Omega, whose resurrecting power is at work in all of us already. And that's an important theological claim. But when and if that message just doesn't ring true to you, when the hole in your heart is too raw to be mended by a theological promise, look around and know that this community, this church, this family are here to sit with you in your doubt. That the questions you have can be asked right here. The anger that you feel can be voiced right here. The songs you want to sing the tears that you want to shed, the hugs you might desperately crave or even desperately want to avoid, I hope that you can find that here. Friends, hold on to your saints. The ones sitting around here and the ones who are already with our Creator. Hold on to your saints. Hold on to each other while you do. And hold firm to the God to which they all point. To the God who sits in joy with the dead and dwells in sorrow with the living. Because in life and in death, it is to that God to whom we belong. Thanks be to God. Amen.
God, we name silently the saints who have gone before us. They are our spouses, our children, our mothers, our fathers, our grandparents. They are friends. We say their names and we give you thanks, O Lord, for the ways they have given life to us and for their memory, which lives on in the lives we lead. We pray, O oh Lord, for those among us suffering imminent death, pondering more intensely the mysteries of life and of death and of resurrection. We pray your comfort on them and on all those who love them. As we plant our bulbs in the ground, May we remember the truth of the gospel. Death never has the final say. Resurrection does. New life in you, O Lord, does. So keep our eyes open. Keep our eyes open, O Lord, for the new life you are giving us now and for generations to come. And hear us as we draw from your strength and the strength of each other, praying out loud the prayer Jesus taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I invite you to stand with me and to proclaim with all the saints the Apostles' Creed. Beloved community, what do you believe? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. to your saints. Hold on knowing that they are holding on as well. And reach out to God and hold on to God. 
But when God seems too far away, know that we can hold on to each other. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds until we meet again. Friends, go in peace. Alleluia. Amen. If you feel compelled to support the church financially, you can give a secure gift online at downtownchurch.me forward slash give.